this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only, Beth Stolarzik. Woo! Hi, so happy to be here. I mean, I just say Beth S from the real world. Isn't that so much easier? (laughs) What is going on? How are you? I mean, I have to say out of everyone from the real world LA cast, and I'm not just saying this to kiss your ass because you're here. Like, you're the one I would actually want to speak to if I was given a choice of speaking to anyone. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. I, I love that. I, I, it's, you know, it's sincere. It really is sincere. So what's up? I, I'm just happy that we um, had an opportunity to come back and do this, this homecoming season and, you know, coming back to see all these people that I haven't seen in such a long time. We had a viewing party last night. I hosted a, a viewing party. And so a lot of um, cast members from different real worlds came and showed up and we watched the second episode together and it was so fun. (laughs) I saw some of that. Who came from other, like did Becky from New York come? I thought I saw her. No, no, uh, nobody from New York. Eric Neese was gonna come, but then he flew to Hawaii. So he couldn't come, which was unfortunate. Um, But he's gonna show up um, for one of the other episodes, which will be great. And then, Cyrus came, of course, because he's one of my besties, and Tech from Real World Hawaii, and Montana, 
from Real World Boston. She came, we did a little bit of lashing out. She tried on some of my eyelashes that I created for an instant eye lift. So that was fun. I saw your, I know we're going to talk all about your lashes. I've got a lot to talk to you about, but you know, here's the thing. So listen, it's almost 30 years, like 1993. When you look back, I mean, do you say like, who was that girl? Or is that like another lifetime to you? Or do you really have vivid memories of like 93 in LA? I mean, look, there's a lot of growing pains happening in 1993. I was 23, I, I turned 24 on the show and I was, you know, pretty much fresh out of Ohio. And, you know, I, I look at my wardrobe and it's like, I'm very like saved by the bell. 90210, I don't know what's going on there. So. We, listen, we have to love, huh? I, we, we have to love the wardrobe, right? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, that wardrobe and the bangs. I had, you know, I had the bangs going and the mole on my face. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, looking back at that, like I was not, I was not completely comfortable in my skin. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And I'm thrown in this house with people that, you know, I mean, I knew right when I saw them, I mean, when I was getting interviewed for the real world, one of the main questions they were asking me, cause I'm super into music. Like I love music. And they, and I said, I love all types of music, but I cannot stand country music. It drives me crazy. I hate the whole country music lifestyle. I don't like the Wrangler jeans and the cowboy hats and the, and the boots like, uh, I'm not, it's just not my jam. And then I'm living with a cowboy. You know? And he's like my best friend. You might've got John his position or maybe that solidified your position. Who knows? I mean, I don't know, but I, I just thought it was really, you know, interesting that, wow, I'm living with a cowboy. Okay. So this is how they're casting. They want to cast like polar opposites and people that they think are going to have be challenged living together under one roof. And, um, yeah. And, you know, the whole David situation was really, uh, that was a lot. It was a lot. Like, did you know what you were getting into? Like, was the real world, because the real world New York was the first reality TV we've ever seen. Like, was that already out and airing or like you didn't have a chance to watch that or really know what that is when you were being cast? So I was watching the first season of the real world. And I thought Eric Nice was so hot. Oh my God, <laughs> beyond. When I had Eric on this show, I was just like, I'm not really going to bring that up to you now, but let's just kind of go there. Yes. Yeah, I mean, he's beautiful. And he's, you know, he's beautiful on the inside as well. And um, yeah, so that's why I wanted to audition for the show. And um, I mean, look, back then there were not that many channels, right? If you're channel surfing, I mean, your choices are limited and MTV, everybody wanted to be on MTV. I mean, I did the whole MTV spring break thing. Like I was all about MTV. So to get on there was like, wow, I can't believe this is happening to me. You know? It was really the channel to be on. And it was really the biggest real, you know, it was like the biggest thing in the world, like the real world. New York changed. I mean, look, it was, it established reality TV. Yeah. The real world LA introduced us to the confessional. Did you, do you remember your first confessional? Like, did you know what you were doing? And like, did you understand? Cause the New York didn't have a confessionals. They just kind of pulled you to the side and you were speaking into the camera. Yeah. I mean, 
I remember production was always having to remind us to use the confessional um, because a lot of us are like, oh, I'm not doing a confessional. Then, no, you have to do a confessional every week. So it was kind of weird to kind of like sit down and then you'd have to like manually turn on the camera yourself. And um, yeah, and it's interesting in the new homecoming that they're showing old confessionals of me that I've never seen before of how I felt about certain situations. So that's just like, oh my gosh, I'm dying right now. <laughs> you know? Are you dying as you watch this? Oh, it's hard. It's hard for me to watch. I'm going to be, I'm going to be very honest. It's, it's really, really hard for me to watch. I mean, imagine seeing, you know, video of yourself from 30, almost 30 years ago that you've never seen and you're, and you're seeing it at the same time that the whole world is seeing it. It's yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard to watch. How much? Cause like, I know, I mean, we've seen some unaired footage, like how much of it, like, is there a lot of stuff they're just kind of throwing at you guys? You're like, Oh my God, this is just unaired. I've never seen this before. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, I mean, the, the fans are going to love it. I think there's, there's just so much new stuff and, revisiting um old things great things and not so great things it's you know it's definitely a roller coaster ride in the real world los angeles house <laughs> did you and then we'll get to all this homecoming stuff like did you were you was it an easy transition for you like when you first went into the house like you know because there was one incarnation on the air you know yeah. like you were in la production like you kind of but you know what I mean? Like, did you kind of know what you were doing or were you just like, I, this is so strange, like with these cameras? Well, and no, I mean, I had, I mean, I was, you know, I, I was very self-conscious of how I looked. I mean, look, back then in the 90s, like all the women were like super skinny and had boob jobs. And then, you know, everybody looked like they were on Baywatch. She walked down the street in LA. That's how all the girls looked. I didn't look like that. Like I looked the same, almost the same now as I did then. And I wasn't, you know, I was not Baywatch material then and I'm not Baywatch material now. So um, I was not comfortable with that back then. And so, yeah, I was, I was super, super insecure for sure. Well, see Tammy, you know, Tammy is this beautiful woman and to see her like, just not secure in her looks. I was like, wow. She's, this girl is beautiful and like she's getting her jaw wired shut. She thinks she's overweight. Are you kidding me right now? Like, oh, what am I going to do? You know. <laughs> and that was really before like lots of people got their jaws wired shut. As she said, it is true. Like you never heard of that back at that time, really. Not that I think the majority of human beings get their jaws wired shut, but we know lots of people who have since done so. Well, your first time around, you know, there was this whole, you're the troublemaker, you're the instigator, your roommates don't like you. You've even done interviews where you said, you know, you even said now, like, why don't, why doesn't everyone like me? Like, was that, how much did that play into you coming back? Like, was that a motivation for you to want to go back into the house now? Well, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, people, you know, the producers asked me, well, why do you think they didn't like you? Like, I have no idea. I really don't know why people didn't like me, you know, like, okay, you know, the first night we were there, like I, my hopes was that we were going to be able to like go out and have fun, you know, like we could go to like concerts and go to the Roxbury and, you know, go to cool house parties. And so I got invited to a house party. I'm like the first day I'm like, Hey, there's this really great party in Beverly Hills. Let's go. 
And you know, they, everybody reluctantly said, okay. And we went and unfortunately we got kicked out, but I mean, we got kicked out because of the cameras. We got kicked out because of the cameras, okay? So, I mean, I had good intentions. I mean, do you think I really wanted to drive in the rain, like all the way from Venice Beach to Beverly Hills to get totally humiliated and kicked out of a party? Like, haha, -ha, like I'm not a comedian. Like I just, I wanted to have fun. And that just immediately got people upset, Dominic and Aaron, like they wanted nothing to do with me after that. And so I was like, oh man. I think I it's really so Funny, like I think, uh, I think it was Andre from the Real World New York who was here, who said, like, I think he had a similar situation. Like, can you imagine, like, getting kicked out of a place now because their cameras? They would be like, "Come on in." Oh, for sure, for sure, <laughs> they would be. It would, it would be like a totally different thing. But back then, people were like, "Oh my God, cameras! Like, what is going? What is going on?" They were like, "Please don't bring those into our house." Yeah how I mean so was that a big part of you wanting to go back or like were there other like what why did you want to go back now or was it just like hey this is fun like you live in LA like you're local yeah I mean I I wanted to go back because I just I have so many unresolved issues with a lot of my roommates like I barely know them besides John I really don't know my roommates that well and we definitely left on a sour note and you know the whole david situation like i i feel terrible about that whole thing and i just really thought that it's going to be a good time for us to to heal and talk through things and now that we're older and we've lived life we could actually enjoy each other and maybe we can plant some seeds and and you know build on a new friendship like real friendships so oh that that's kind of what i'm hoping for here We've all mellowed now that we're older, right? I mean, yeah. Was that like, did that weigh on you throughout the years, the whole David situation? Like, what you know, we're now seeing, like, was that like, did you feel responsible for that in part or in whole? Like, what, like, how have the years been for you as far as that goes? I mean, look, I mean, it was very, it was really controversial obviously. And a lot of people ha have talked about it over the years. People have written things and, um, to go back and kind of like break down everything. Um, I mean, you know, people think that I said, I mean, I did not say, David, you are a rapist. That is not what I said. And Irene actually said something about rape first and then David said something to me and in response to what he said to me I said that's something that a rapist says no means no so I used it as an analogy I did not say you are a rapist it was very heated you know David was very aggressive he did a lot of things before that incident so he didn't get kicked out just because of that incident it was because he really didn't have any boundaries and, you know, I mean, he, cho he choked John and flipped him over the chair on the third day we were living together. Um, you know, and that night, uh, pull, you know, pulling the blankets off of Tammy and then like, you know, taking off his pants in front of us. I mean, that's scary. I don't want to live with somebody that's being that aggressive. So, I mean, we just didn't feel comfortable living with him. Did I want to ruin his career? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, look, I feel terrible about what happened, but I did not make David do all the things that he did while we were living together. He's got to be responsible for his, his actions. Um, but I, obviously I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I used that word as an analogy. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I regret it. And if I could take it back, I would, but I can't. Um, so, you know, all we can do is, is move forward. How was it, you know, because we've now, you all sat there and you were shown the unaired footage and like you were shown even the footage you knew that happened. Like, how was it, like, did that resolve? Like, do you feel resolve now that you've addressed this back on air with all these people? And not even necessarily you, I mean, you and everyone, or did this just open up another can of worms for everybody? I mean, you'll have to keep watching. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we've, we've got a lot, we, we, we don't run out of things to talk about. Let me put it that way. <laughs> so, you know, and everybody has different views on what happened. Even if we're watching the same thing, my view of what happened and what I was going through is different than what Tammy was going through or what David was going through. And we didn't have the proper communication tools. I think our communicating is a lot better, um, but can we, can we really get through it and move on? I'm hopeful. You'll have to keep watching. We'll have to keep watching. I, I <laughs> thought the one scene that happened already where it's kind of like, then John says, well, I feel responsible. If I never did this, it would have never set it in motion. And then Irene, it's like, I thought it was so far. It's like, everyone is taking, like it takes a village, right? It wasn't, yeah. it, you're just kind of like, oh my God, this whole thing really did involve everyone. Everyone could have their own like guilt or not guilt or however over it. So I thought so far, so far what we've seen I'm in, I'm yeah. hooked. What about, I mean, do you think this incident today would have gone differently? Like, I know, like you even say, like you feel responsible, like you didn't, you know, you can't be fully responsible. Like David did this, yeah. but you feel bad that like it affected his career. Like my whole thing, and I'm not, there's no, I have no angle in this question. Like, yeah. did it affect his career? Like, wouldn't this, you know, now with cancel culture, yeah. We all are crying with one word. Like, you know, I mean, I, it sounds like he went through a lot, which I just don't remember, but he still worked like in Living Color and all these other things. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, do you think this yeah. would have a different effect now if it happens in like 2021? Well, I mean, I think it would be a lot worse if it happened now. I mean, you pulled your pants down aggressively toward women. I mean, that's, that's super aggressive. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that alone is not okay. I mean, it, and it wasn't then, it wasn't then. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know, did this absolutely ruin his career? I mean, I don't know. There could have been other things at play here. I have no idea, but I know that, you know, he's saying that it did. And, you know, I mean, I feel terrible that it did, but can I, am I going to take responsibility and say that it was all my fault? No, I'm not going to, I don't think it was all my fault. I should not have used, I definitely should have not used that word as an analogy for sure. Um, and I'm sorry I, I did that, but I did not say that he was a rapist. That's not what I said at all. 
And I find it, it very interesting that for all these years, everybody thinks that it's me and really like Irene, who's a cop in 1993 was said, you know, said what she said. So, and that gets zero mention, zero mention. So I feel like it, it's kind of like all getting piled onto me. Um, so I don't know. No, I honestly thought it was you all these years until the episode. Now that real world homecoming is on the air. When Irene said, I said that I'm like, oh, really? Cause I didn't think that either. So yeah. why do you think it's all getting put on you though? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, you know, people are giving me, a, you know, they're piling it on me. Um, and I, I do feel, look, I have, I have apologized to David and, you know, wanted him to know that I am open to have discussions. If he feels like he needs to talk to me, I'm open and I'm here if he wants to talk to me about anything. I mean, even still to this day, if he wants to talk to me. He can call me. He has my number. He can call me and we can talk. I only want success and the best for David. And I, I will always, you know, he's in my thoughts. Like I care about that guy and I want him to be successful. So. I take it you guys are not in constant contact today. Um, I mean, look, we all, we all have each other's numbers. So, I mean, he can definitely, you know, he, he can call me anytime he wants and I'm happy, happy to take that call. Will so, Tammy. I, mean, I, had a, I had a screening last night, you know, which a lot of reality people came to and um, we invited him to come. Was anyone from the LA cast there? Uh, John flew in and Beth Anthony came. So that was nice. That is nice. Yeah. Who were you most nervous to see going back in the house? Was it David or, or were you not nervous to see anyone? Um, I mean, I was a little nervous to see Tammy and I was, I was nervous to see David for sure. But yeah, I was nervous to see Tammy cause I, I really didn't know Tammy that well. I, she basically did everything outside of the house and you know, she, did, she wasn't around that much and uh, was not open. And she was going through a lot of stuff and she didn't feel comfortable talking to, I mean, she definitely didn't feel comfortable talking to me about anything that she was going through. But I mean, obviously if I see that she's getting her mouth wired shut and she's always talking, she does, she was talking about how, oh, I can't eat, I'm overweight, I've got to work out. I mean, she did talk about that a lot. And I was just like, wow. Um, and I was super insecure going through some issues too, but I would never, ever, ever get my mouth wired shot or take laxatives or anything like that. I was like, okay, I love myself. I love myself. This is my body. You don't go there. If you slip, yeah. you slip into Tammy's DMs now, do you think she, cause I mean, on the show, you brought up that you slipped into her DMs throughout the years and she didn't respond. And I guess yeah. she says she hasn't, would she respond now, Beth, if you slipped into her DMs? Yes. Yes. Tammy and I are, you know, Tammy and I are, are great. And she's, she's a, she's a strong woman. She's super talented. And, um, 
I'm happy that I got to spend time with her on this show. I'm happy I got to spend time with, you know, everybody on the show. And, you know, we all, like I said, you know, we all have each other's numbers and it's nice. It's definitely nice. But I mean, look, you know, the real world can go on and on and on and on. So I don't think it's, it's always evolving, right? Our relationships with each other, it's always evolving. And I mean, I'm friends with people from all the different seasons and I do all the challenge shows as well. So, you know, all of our real worlds are, are always colliding. So I was going to say, this is because after the real world LA, you were in the MTV family. You did the challenge, the gauntlet, every incarnation of real world world rules. You were, you were, you are in the family. Yeah, I did a lot of challenge stuff. And then I started managing reality TV stars. I started producing calendars when calendars were the thing to buy in record stores. I used to produce calendars and TV shows based on the concept of the sexiest men and women of reality TV. So I I saw some of the calendars on your Instagram. Yeah, so that was fun. And actually I had like a thousand hours of like footage from that time when I used to produce these calendars of like all these people doing these shoots and us having parties together. And I'm like, wow, I should edit this material together and sell it to a streaming service. Cause it's like a time capsule. You kind of should. And especially if it's like the sexiest men and was it just yeah. like, was it just MTV people or it started? No. To well, I mean, look, there's definitely a lot of real world and road rules people, but like I've got like people from American Idol, um, The Bachelor, um, Survivor, Big Brother. So yeah, there's a lot of hotties. Interesting. This whole cross. I mean, when you decided to do this calendar, was Eric Nees your first call or was he your second call? Oh yeah, he definitely was my first call. Eric did my calendar a few times. Just, so, I just want to make sure we're keeping it like on track. And I mean, I'm like, who's, who, who would go before Eric? Okay. Throw come at some of the bachelors in there. Yeah, you know, Mark too. Long, Mark Long is in it. And um, Derek from the challenge and Trishel from the real world is in it. Coral is in my calendar. Um, Kimberly Caldwell from American Idol. We love her. Yeah. What, why did you love like the challenges? I mean, you were, you were good at all the challenges. Like you just loved doing them for all those years. Well, look, I mean, I, when growing up, I played a lot of sports and I'm, I'm a competitive person and I, you know, I love a challenge. I love, I love a nice old fashioned challenge. Um, I don't really like the extreme type challenge where it's almost like fear factor. I'm kind of like not into that whole thing, but like, you know, for the most part, the majority of the challenge I love. So (laughs) perhaps you should go. I mean, we have Lisa Welcha who played Blair on the Facts of Life. She went on Survivor. Perhaps you should stop by Survivor one day. You know, I really, I don't know if I want to do Survivor, but I would, I would do like, I really think that I could win Big Brother. You and me both. If there's ever a team version, let's go because I am, (laughs) I'm dying to play Big Brother dying it's such a brilliant game brilliant right yeah that's a game like I would love to go on that game and me too I wish they would bring back that reality show the mole like I would love to be on like the brilliant brilliant I want to be on that so bad (laughs) remember the mole when like Dennis Rodman won you're just like this is where did that show go (laughs) Anderson Cooper like Kathy Griffin were like hosts it's like that was the mole 
It was excellent. That and Big Brother are two of the best. They are. Yeah, they got to bring back the mole. But yeah, um, Big Brother, I would love to get on that. Um, maybe I'll maybe I'll figure out how I can get on there. But I really, really want to get on that. Sure. I used to apply like way back. And then every year I'm like, well, I'm going to apply again. And then you're just like, oh shit, it's like February. Like I, like it's too late. You know what I mean? Like I just, you get busy. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe next year. And I've been saying that for like years, but just can't someone just like discover me and say, you're perfect for this game. And here I am. Oh my God. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta throw your, your name in the ring every year. Get on that. I know. I, for a while, way back I was, and I was like, I have to get on the show. It's the best <laughs> show ever. Being back in the house, what was your like reaction? Like, wow, life has changed. Things are so different. Or like the more things change, the more like the world is the same. We all stay the same. Like, what was your kind of reaction on that? I mean, I honestly, it was so surreal to me, just like walking through those doors. It was super, like I had to give myself a minute before I walked into the house because it really just brought me back. And it was like, I never left when I walked in and almost everything looked almost the same as well. I mean, we all aged and we all don't look the same, um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I felt like I was, I was right there. And, you know, all those emotions are, are still right, right there. The, all those unresolved issues that we have with each other, they're, they're all still there. They came back. Well, I mean, I think like to your point earlier too, like with David and like pulling your pants down, I just think like that, it's almost like that when we wouldn't even get there. Like, it's almost like this whole situation probably wouldn't have even happened in 2021. David would not have acted like that. Now. Yeah. I don't think David would have acted like that. now. There's no way. Um, would we still be able to live with him? I don't know. I think we probably could. Um, but look, I mean, look, when you, when you're living with other people and if you're not used to living with other people, it's kind of rough because everybody's set in their ways when you're in your twenties and when you're, I mean, look, I'm almost 53. So like, you know, living with people can be a little tricky. So you and Tammy have like not aged. Oh, it, well, it's true. I mean, I'm sure you've heard that before. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Do you ever ask yourself why are so many dogs suffering with health issues? Well, actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 1,600 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, says there's one place we can look to support any dog's health, their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs, and it's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is the only food I use for the dog in my life, Doherty. 
Why? Because Doherty's health is so important to me. Doherty is so picky. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But he loves this dog food. What do I love best about Superfood Complete? The fact that it's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet. But don't take my word for it. Go to badlandsranch.com slash velvet in order right now to get 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash velvet today. It's sandal season, and that's something I used to wait all year for. But now with the new Croc-style sandals, I embrace those feel-good summer vibes all year long. And you can too. I love Crocs' new getaway sandals. With their new feel-free technology, they're so light and soft, it feels like you don't have shoes on at all. It's like walking on clouds. They're Brooklyn sandals. They're so stylish and sophisticated. They have a classic style and a modern simplicity. And let's not forget their new Miami sandals. They're an elevated silhouette and they have a slight lift, which I love. So thanks to Crocs, these aren't just sandals for a single season. You can wear them year-round. And that's what I love best about Crocs because being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or even a single moment. It's a mindset. Thank you, Crocs. And right now you get 20% off your next purchase at crocs.com. Just use the code sandals20 at checkout. That's sandals20 at crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. Do you remember Tuesday, September 20th, 2016? Because we do. Because it's the day This Is Us premiered after more than 70 million of you watched our trailer and made our show go viral. I'm Mandy Moore. I am Chris Sullivan. And I am Sterling Brown. We are your hosts of That Was Us, a rewatch podcast starting May 14th. Listen to our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to watch our episodes on the That Was Us YouTube channel. The holidays can be hectic, stressful, or downright uncomfortable. This holiday season, give the gift of comfort with Third Love, your one-stop shop for all the women in your life. Ultra soft loungewear for mom, fun sleeper sets for your sister, premium activewear for friends, and luxe intimate sets for that special someone. Or treat yourself to Third Love. Get yourself the gift that you really want this holiday season. The best thing about Third Love is their fitting room quiz. It is such a detailed quiz in a good way that your bras, underwear, loungewear, and activewear are bound to fit perfectly. Bras are available in exclusive half cups. Underwear, loungewear, and activewear is available in XS through 3X. Feeling is believing. Upgrade to everyday pieces that love your body as much as you do. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com slash velvet. That's 20% off at thirdlove.com slash velvet. Well, I know what you guys were doing in the early 2000s. Millions of households across the world turned into watch contestants battle for the last rose or to be the final survivor on an island. Reality TV at this time was beginning to dominate the airwaves and every show needed to be bigger, 
flashier and more scandalous than the last. But in the case of one infamous dating show, the real drama was happening off screen. The reality TV series, There's Something About Miriam, seemed like a pretty standard dating competition. Six young men vied for the affection of Miriam Rivera, a beautiful model from Mexico. But when Miriam revealed that she was a trans woman during the show's finale, the on-screen drama sparked an international uproar. Wondery's new podcast miniseries, Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam Rivera reveals what happened behind the scenes of this infamous TV show and how a multi-million dollar lawsuit and media fallout impacted the lives of Miriam, the contestants, and change reality TV forever. Follow Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam Rivera on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash velvetrobe. You may not be feeling down and out and depressed or like you're at a total loss, but if your stress level is high, your temper is shorter than usual, or even if you're starting to feel strained in any of your relationships, you could probably use the chance to unload. Talk to someone who's completely unbiased and who's not going to judge you or take sides. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Behind the Velvet Rope listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash velvetrope. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash velvetrope. Betterhelp.com slash velvetrope. I know that we've been talking a lot lately about Dorit's home invasion and all these home invasions that are taking place in LA. And listen, if you want to make your home feel safer, there's no better time than right now. And this week, our friends at Simply Safe are giving Behind the Velvet Rope listeners early access to all their holiday deals, 40% off their award-winning home security. We love Simply Safe because it has everything you need to make your home feel safe. Indoor and outdoor cameras, comprehensive sensors, all monitored around the clock by trained professionals who send help the instant you need it. This is so important, you guys. And don't take my word for it. Simply Safe was even named best home security system of 2021 by US News and World Report. Take advantage of Simply Safe's holiday deals and get 40%, 40% off your new home security system by visiting simplysafe.com/velvetrope. Again, that's simplysafe.com/velvetrope for 40% off your entire system. And won't you sleep better at night knowing you have Simply Safe? Well, I mean, that's very nice of you to say. I mean, I'm getting old. I Unfortunately, you know, we're all getting older and um, I appreciate the compliment, but yeah, I mean, I'm definitely older. It's my eyelashes. It is the, okay, <laughs> we, we, no, we all, listen, I, I have the eyelashes on the agenda here. We're going to talk about the eyelashes very soon, but how is, how is it different now with like social media? Like, do you ever feel like, oh my God, if we had social media back when I was in the house in 93, like, how would that have been? And like, are oh you feeling- God. If we had social media when this show came out, we would have more followers than the Kardashians, okay? I'm just going to say that. We would have so many followers. It would be crazy. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah, that would have been that would have been nice. But you know, Kim Kardashian knew back then because she uh, she wanted to be on our season of the real world, which I don't understand because like if I was like 23, 24, she's much younger. So how if she I don't was she like 16 when she was trying to get on the show? She <laughs> did. She 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 like did want this is a known fact because I didn't know that yeah. she wanted to be on your season. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess she was too young. That might be what it or is. She didn't get on. Yes. Because so she, she's like she was destined for reality TV. <laughs> she was destined for reality TV. Why do you think like the real world like withholds the test of time? Like, you know, New York came back, homecoming, huge hit. Now we have LA. I assume after this, we're gonna go on up to San Francisco or Boston. I assume something's coming. Like, yeah. why do you think people still have such an appetite for the real world? I mean, look, I think people are super into nostalgia, right? I mean, I definitely am. I mean, I, I love 90210, right? Um, we just had Gabrielle Carteris from 90210 on our show. And we have some other 90210 people coming up. It is probably one of the best shows that's ever existed. I'm oh aware of that. I am obsessed with 90210. And actually, when I was living in the house, I would go to get away from the cameras. I would go and work and be an extra on 90210. <laughs> Who is your favorite? Like if you just as a person, like not necessarily their character, like just if you could like be starstruck by any of them or just be like, I love you. Oh my God. I love Jenny Garth. Really? I love her. I love her. Yeah. I love her. I'm yeah. all about, I have some other people coming up from 90210 on the show. So I love them all, but it's all about Shannon. I'm like obsessed. With I like, Jordan. I like, I love Shannon too, but you know, back then it was right when the show first came out and there was a lot of like on the set. Yeah. And so to be there to kind of like watch all that was, it was like it, interesting, you know, but it was just like, you know, the girls were not like super friendly but like all the guys were cool, like Luke and Jason and Ian and Brian, they were like super friendly, but the girls were like, not, not very friendly, but you know, they were young and it was like the beginning. So you could tell that even just from being like an extra for the day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because we were, we were there, we were hanging, you know, we were on the set all day with them. So we would see like when they would arrive and, you know, hanging out on the, on the set. I mean, we'd be like, standing next to them. I mean, I'm like walking the halls of the high school. I did a lot of the beach club scenes, like when they did like the beach club stuff. So, I mean, we spent a lot of time with them. Did you ever witness any of like, you know, did you ever witness anything? You know, like we have the red dress incident and like, like tell us what you saw. I mean, just, I mean, it was very obvious that there was like a lot of conflict going on between, between Shannon and Jenny. Um, and I, like Tori was kind of like in the middle of the whole thing, you know, and then, you know, one, you know, maybe like one year Tori would be hanging out more with Shannon. And then like, maybe the next year she'd be hanging out more with Jenny than Shannon. I don't, you know, but look, they were young back then. They were so young and they were huge stars and they still are. Right. Um, but you know, now they're all older. I was so happy that they came back and and did their um, reunion show. It was so good. So it good. 
It was so great. It was so great. And I'm so happy that Shannon did it. So happy that she did it. I think, you know, I love her. I love Jenny. I mean, I love them all. I love, I really do. I love them all. So well, according, according to Gabrielle Carteris on this podcast here, which got picked up in the press, she said they're discussing possibilities of some, uh, don't quote me. She said it of some something. Oh my gosh. I know. I, that's what I said. I was like, it could be, I don't care what it is, movie, whatever, just do it. Oh my God. I, I need to audition to be on that because I want to be on that so bad. Like that would be my dream. That's, that would be like one of my ultimate dreams. Like if I could audition to like be on some kind of 90210 reboot or something. Oh my God. Did you get into all the other stuff like Melrose Place, Gossip Girl, like did you, the OC? Like, do you get into all that, or it was really just now? Yeah, I mean, I, I used to work on Melrose Place too. <laughs> Melrose Place too. Um, yeah, no, but yeah, I was super, super into Melrose Place. The best show ever. Oh, yeah. And you're a big reality TV fan. You tell me, like, you watch all the reality TV stuff now. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean. Of course I watch, I watch the, the challenge stuff. Um, I kind of stopped watching like the older seasons of the challenge just cause I feel like, I don't know. I, there's so many people coming from so many different shows that you don't, I don't really understand like what their backgrounds are. Whereas I think why the real world and the, the all the challenge all-stars work so well is because people have been watching us for years and all of our relationships are, are, are building and evolving. And so I think that that's a little more interesting to watch than to just see like, okay, we're going to bring these contestants together. And I just feel like it's a lot of people are forcing things. I don't know. It's just not as interesting. It's kind of like now what Housewives is doing with like Ultimate Girls Trip and like mixing up. Like, I don't know if you watch Real Housewives or Ultimate Girls Trip. I am obsessed with Real Housewives. Like that's, I watch, I watch all that stuff. What do you, are you watching? ultimate girls trip now or i have not started watching that yet but i am going to watch it i heard it's pretty amazing it's literally it has reinvigorated everything it is the best thing it's just picture it's like the challenge or the real world when you have these different people that really either have met or have never met but they know who each other is and yeah you have like ramona singer and kenya getting into fights you have Teresa having an issue with Luann. It's like, just picture things that, yeah. Oh my God. Cynthia, Cynthia Bailey and Kyle have a little scuffle. It's like, yeah, see, like just things you just don't expect. And you're like, oh, this is, it's gold. It's literal gold. Yes. Yeah, no, I'm super into all those shows. I love Vanderpump Rules. Still, right? It's still good. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love all that stuff. Yeah. So I do definitely watch a lot of Bravo. I'm a little Bravo heavy over here for sure. What's your favorite? Like, what's your favorite? Like housewives? Like what, what's your favorite city? Um, I love Beverly Hills in New York. Those are good ones. Yeah. What do you think of like Erica Jane and all of that, which like the whole world, I mean, that's all this audience wanted to talk about for about the past six months. Like I've had to wean people off of that for a minute. Yeah. I mean, look, it's a a lot of scandal going on, but I think that Erica is very brave to still be in front of the camera and wanting to talk about it, you know, and look, if she's getting a divorce and like, she doesn't have any control of that money anymore. She obviously needs a paycheck. Um, 
but yeah, it's, it's wild to like watch it all. And yeah, like the other, the other um, women are saying like, she keeps changing her story. Why is she changing her story? Like she said this and now she's saying allegedly today, like it doesn't make any sense. Like what's going on here? So, I mean, wow. I mean, is she going to get her, is she going to be able to like get out of this? Yeah. Yes. What about, do you look at reality TV and like, are you shocked at where it is? Like, you know, you were really on the second reality TV show ever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, are you just shocked at like how much it's changed or has it stayed the same? Like, what are your thoughts on like the evolution of reality TV? Well, yeah. I mean, look, some of it's better than others. Right. Um, but yeah, when I watch it, like I could, I don't know. I'm like, oh, I can't watch this. It just looks too forced and too fake for me. Um, but I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure the housewives is a little bit orchestrated, but yes. I don't know for whatever reason, like the Beverly Hills in New York one, I feel it. I don't know. I just, I love it. Like I could sit there and watch it all day. Did you love like the Kardashians? Put on my pajamas, get myself a nice drink and just sit there and watch it all day. If I had time, that's what, you know, I would, that's the first thing I would turn on. Do you watch like Summer House, Winter House? I mean, this is like the real world. (laughs) I do, I do. I've been watching, I've been watching the um, the Winter House right now. Isn't it, it wasn't it great? Yes. It was so good. Yes. And I know there's like, there's, um, there's a, uh, a girl that was on the challenge shows, Marie, who I think would be so perfect for winter house. She's trying to get on winter house or summer house right now. I'm like, Marie, you got to get on the show it would be amazing. <laughs> Is that what you do? So like, do you still manage? Like you said, you man, like, how did you work with reality TV people? Like, do you still do that? And how'd you follow no. that? Yeah. So, I mean, that was a long time ago where, where I used to manage them, but I mean, that's just something I love doing. Like I love, I'm a connector. So I love connecting people or like, yeah. And like right now, like on my Instagram, I just, I put a TikTok that I made with John because John doesn't have a manager yet. I or saw it. How could you not have an agent or a manager? Like we got to get on this. We got to get you signed with somebody. Like he's got all this great music and Shooter Jennings wants to produce his music with him too. And I'm like, John, come on, let's get this, let's get this country music going. You know, he, he needs to, I mean, that's been his love and his passion. And if I could do anything to help him, oh, that would be amazing to me. I saw that. I'm like, God, like Beth is like stepping into like a PR role here today. I'm like <laughs> Thursday morning. I'm like, I saw your cry for his manager. I'm like, bravo. <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? Do you, did you watch like the Kardashians? Like, were you a fan? And were you a fan also of all the MTV brilliant shows like the Hills, the Hills, New Beginnings, the city, all of this Jersey Shore. Are you still an MTV enthusiast? Yeah. I mean, look, I love all that stuff. I mean, I thought it would have, would have been uh, a much, I, th- I think it would be like a fun choice to like maybe bring some of the Jersey Shore people on the challenge against us. See, now that would be really, really fun to watch, right? Ama- amazing. <laughs> amazing. Would that be funny? I would love You should love be that. a TV producer in your spare time. I would love that. No, I would love that. Um, that would be good. Wouldn't that be good? That would be a really good idea to do. Because some would be good. You would think like Pauly D would be great and Vinny would probably step up and take it seriously and 
even the situation would be good. I mean, I don't know if Snooki would hold her own, but it would be hilarious TV. It, yeah, it would be it would be hilarious to see um, Snooki having to go into elimination against somebody. It would be so good. <laughs> I would love that. Oh my gosh! But you know, when the challenge started off. I was on the real world, okay, people? I was not on road rules. I didn't get picked because I loved jumping out of helicopters or, you know, jumping off cliffs. That was, that was not my thing. And when the earlier challenges were so great and we didn't do, we didn't have to like jump off cliffs or anything. And now they kind of like incorporate all that stuff. And so that stuff is kind of aggressive for me. But you know, I'll still go out. I'll still go out and do the challenges and try and do the best that I can. But yeah, I mean, definitely afraid of heights. But yeah, I mean, they've taken it, like you said, to extremes these days on a lot of the things that they do. Yeah. What about on the real world? Like, I know Aaron and Dominic didn't come back. Like, why? Yeah, I mean, it really bummed me out that they did not come back, and I have not talk to Aaron. I mean, I have reached out to him a few times because my husband, it, um, works with somebody who's good friends with Aaron. And so I reached out to him and our friends reached out and like zero response. And I was like, okay, well, he obviously is not interested in talking to me ever again. So that's fine. Um, I would have been upset if Aaron not showing up would have made it so we could not get together because I don't think he would have cared either way for us. So that kind of hurt, right? Did you guys leave the house on like a bad note? I don't really remember. I didn't think necessary. I mean, not like a great note, but not really. I mean, a lot of people left on a strange note, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. And I was, I was bummed that they, they wouldn't just like, you know, come for a day, just like come for dinner or something, or let's meet you somewhere or let's meet on the beach. Right. Like little kids meet in the park. Like let's meet on the beach, you know, somewhere neutral. I mean, listen, it's been a long time, but I mean, Aaron's another one who back on the day should have been right next to Eric knees on your hot calendar. Oh, for sure. For sure. Aaron, Aaron, is very handsome and he did do a calendar remember because i posted it all over the house yes i I posted it all over the house and the reason i did that is because he used to make fun of us that we were all in the entertainment industry and how cheesy he thought it was and he would never do anything in the entertainment industry and then when one of my friends showed me that calendar i was like oh my gosh and we used to call him Nino for 90210. That's appropriate. But I mean, I know he was serious in an accountant. Like, yeah. do you think he didn't come back like for that reason? Like I'm like a business person that, or is, was it, do you think it was because of you or just? No, 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 no. I don't think it was because of me. He just no, doesn't want to be associated. Think, I just think he, and again, I'm speculating because I have, I have not talked to him in almost 30 years, like not even one conversation, but you know, I came back, I did have some bad times, but I did have some good times on the show. And maybe for Aaron, obviously it was not such a great time for him. And it's something that 
he's not interested in going back to. And that's fine, right? It's his choice. Yeah. Um, but Dominic, um, I've, I got to get to know Dominic over the last five years. And that's been nice. And so that would have been nice to have him come back and like, you know, being in a real world where like Beth and Dom are friends, that would be kind of cool. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> but he too just didn't really want to relive that time. Yeah, I mean, look, he's got a professional career and, you know, things get a little crazy on the real world, right? So people are like, oh, I don't know. I don't want anything to jeopardize what I've got going on in my life, right? I mean, that makes, yeah. It's it's unpredictable. You don't know what could happen. So I understand that. You don't know what can happen and you have absolutely no control over the edit, nor will you ever, no matter what network or channel, it just, that's life. Yeah. I mean, look, anybody can say anything they want about me, right? I mean, I've been called every name in the book over the past 30 years. Like there's nothing that you can call me that is going to affect me. I've been called everything. So (laughs) You have been called a lot. I mean, were you, did you ever go to that dark period? You know, now it's online social media. Like, did you ever take the comments and how is, how is it going now? Like now that we have social media and this show is Uh back on the air, what type of like, do you get the DMs now? Are you getting love? Are you getting the hate, the trolls? Oh, you know, I, I mean, look, the fans have been so amazing, like so supportive and so positive. And sure, I mean, every now and again, I'll get like a hater. Be like, oh, we all do. Oh, I hate you or whatever. Like, okay, well, I'm sorry that you feel that way, you know? But right. like, look, I mean, not everyone's gonna like you. You know, that's what I tell my kids. You know, somebody doesn't like you, it's okay. You're not gonna, everyone's not gonna like you in the real world. That's just the way it is. I agree, but it takes a lot. Not everyone is so good at that, right? It's hard to get there for some people, but I agree. I could, you could say anything about me. I I don't care. Like, I I really don't. I've heard everything too. And it's all the same shit. So you're just like, come up. Like I've heard this. Yeah. Right. Right. Also, too, it's like if people are gonna say terrible things about you and take time out of their day to come and tell you something negative about you, it. I know it has nothing to do with me, and it's because they're going through whatever you know, whatever. It is. They're not happy with themselves, and that's where it's coming from. It has nothing to do with me, and that's what I tell my daughter too. My daughter's turning thirteen this weekend. Wow. And, you know, I, you know, just, I tell her all the time, like, look, if, if, you know, one girl's not being nice to you or saying terrible things to you has nothing to do with you. It's because they're going through something right now and they're taking it out on you and that's not right, but please don't take it personally. So that's what I tell her. Has your daughter ever watched the real world or is she not old enough? I I don't have kids, so I don't really understand what ages things are technically appropriate. So is it just maybe appropriate? I mean, she has seen a little bit of it. I think she's watched me on like the gauntlet or something, some of the old challenges. Um, But she's not, I don't know. She's not really interested in watching, which is okay. It's okay. What if she comes to you and says, since you're such a reality TV maven who managed people in the past, like what if she says in like, I don't know, maybe 10 years or eight years that she would like to go on 
Oh, well, you know, hey, mom, you know, in five more years, I could, I could do a challenge with you. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Okay. So in five more years. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, maybe there's your next show. Like now that everyone does have children, a lot of the real world road rules challenge people, maybe there should be a offspring parent version. I know. Right. Parents with the kitties. Introducing yeah. the kids to a whole new audience. I like this. Yeah. yeah. So talk to me about the lashes. I've seen them on lots of people. I've seen them on your IG. Talk, t- tell me everything. Yeah. So, I mean, just basically, look, I live in Los Angeles and a lot of people choose to get plastic surgery when they get older. And I just did not want to do that. I mean, I know... I have a lot of celebrity friends and they go to the best people, but even the best plastic surgeons could mess up your face forever. And I was trying to find something because I have really bad hooded eyes and I couldn't find any eyelashes or any kind of product that would work um, to camouflage my excess skin and to open my eyes. And so I just decided, you know what? I'm gonna make some eyelashes that camouflage because when I do individual lashes, I could get it to work, but I can't find like a strip lash. So I, I had some strip lashes made and I feel like they definitely make me look younger and um, they make me look refreshed and I feel like they look natural and I don't have to wear a lot of makeup. I just throw them on and put on some lipstick and no mascara and I'm, I'm out the door. I'm busy and um it's a great alternative for me. So I feel like if these can make me feel confident and beautiful that they could help a lot of other people too. So I love them. And it's not something that I just like slapped my name on. Um, Cause I don't really, I don't, I don't endorse products or anything like that, but I mean, this is truly what, this is like my number one beauty secret. And people are always asking like, what are you doing? What are you doing to your face? It's like, I'm not doing anything to my face. The only thing I'm doing is this. And, you know, I get Botox occasionally on my forehead. So I was going to say, like, have you ever, I mean, I get it. No, no judgment. Like, do you get filler? You've never had filler? No, I mean, I've got a really chubby face, so I don't really need filler. It would just make me look. Just, just the Botox. It would make me look like a squirrel, I feel like, if I got, you know. Just, I (laughs) I have too much volume in my face. So, you just you just do the Botox and the Illusion lashes. Yeah, so I get I get Botox here, and then I'll maybe do like a, a one a drop here on the side, just to avoid getting wrinkles on the sides of my just eye. a drop. I, I get it. Just a That's drop. Just a little <laughs> drop, and just you know, this is of course necessary. I mean, like yeah. I'm all for that. You know, I mean, look, when I was 30, I started getting Botox and people used to make fun of me on the challenge. No, like, me too. Botox, you know, that's, that's the exact age that I started at a oh, 100%. Yeah. Literally. So I started, I started at 30. And part of the reason why I started so young is because I used to get really, really bad migraines when oh. I would get a period, I would get like super bad. And, um, you know, the Botox, I never got headaches anymore. So it's like, gosh, this is amazing. Like I'm not getting any uh, headaches anymore. And it's like saving my face. That is what it is used for that. And the sweat, you know, I just had wrinkles, lines before my time. And I was just like, we have to take care of this right this minute. 
gosh. And then I also never went in the sun again. Like I will be this pale in the dead <laughs> of summer. So even when I'm in LA hanging, I just, I mean, I, I live, but you will never see me laying out in the sun ever. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, I mean, that's when I go on the challenges, I have to spend a lot of time in the sun and I'm like, oh my gosh, because I'm so pale. I'm actually developing right now. I, and I, I have some on right now, but I'm, I'm developing because I'm so pale as well. And so I'm developing um, some body glow for my skin right now. Because that's another problem because I'm so fair skinned. I want to have some color. And so, yeah. I, I, I could use a good one of those myself because it's hard to find one that's good. Like yeah. you can just get a little bit of the proper. Yeah, color. just a little bit, just a touch, just a touch. So iLusion keeps you busy these days. So it's like a real booming business. Like you must be busy. Children, husband. Yeah, no, it's great. So these are my lashes right here. iLusion Lashes Beverly Hills. And actually John and I are having a special right now um that if you purchase a pair of lashes you'll get a john brennan cd which is hey that's a good bundle deal for the holiday Listen, buy one get something free right yeah it's awesome it's awesome and um i'm also in the process of getting on rachel zoe's curator site which will be cool so people will when they check out at curator they'll be able to purchase my lashes on there as well that's major. I saw you had a picture. I've done a deep dive into your Instagram. I saw you had a picture out one night with Rachel Zhao. Yeah. We, we worship the Zhao here behind the velvet rope. You know, listen, Beth, since you like connecting people, you can feel uh -huh. free to connect me. My team has tried to book Miss Zhao many times. Oh, really? They've been close. They've been close. Listen, she's one of the ones that's gotten away. We've had, I've had like everyone basically from that era of Bravo. Oh, Patty okay. Stanger stop by, Jonathan Anton, but nothing is better than Ms. Zoe. Okay, I mean, she's, talk, I mean, if I have a female crush, it's on Rachel Zoe, for sure. That is, people yeah. are like, the, the two shows that should be brought back are Ladies of London and the Rachel Zoe Project, period. I mean, I just, and I want everybody to know this, like, Rachel is, she is the kindest person. She does, she's so selfless and she supports so many other people and she supports other women. And um, yeah, and she's, she's been there for me and helped me out in so many situations when I've been at my low and she didn't have to and she did. So I love I, this. I love her. Yeah, I love this. And her style, the boho chic is just, I mean. Oh my couture. God, I know. Couture I mean, boho chic. Like, let's just put that out there, but it's Oh my gosh. Her style is, it just seems so effortless for her. She just looks beautiful 24 seven. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to be, I want to be Rachel Zoe. I want to be Rachel. She's do, beautiful. Do you, 
she's literally gorgeous. Do you feel that like this whole going back in the house experience, like, do you feel like you've come out? Like, have you changed? Did you learn anything? I mean, I know you weren't in there for years, but like this whole homecoming for LA, like, have you, do you feel different having reconnected with these people? Look, I, at the end of the day, I feel so blessed that I've had this opportunity. I mean, first of all, being on the show is a dream come true already that I've had that opportunity, but to, to have a, you know, a redo, um, I think is just amazing. And, you know, I still feel like, I mean, we could go back and do it again. We still have so much more to talk about. It's just, you know, it's constantly evolving and I look, I'm, I would do it again in a heartbeat. So yeah, it was great. And do you think people will come away with a different, I mean, I love you dearly, but like you said, like your roommates, maybe they didn't like you. There's some of the people in the public, I didn't like you, the people that watch, even though, like, do you think people are going to come away with a like, huh, have a much better understanding of who Beth S really is as we watch on for all these weeks? I think people will. I think people, (laughs) I think people will. I mean, look, you're going to learn. I mean, I don't, I don't, I get to see the episodes the same time that you get to see them. So it's just like, wow, like, um, but yeah, I think you're definitely, you're, look, you're going to learn so much about all of us, not just me about all of us. And, um, yeah, I'm here for it so far before we go and you give all your social media so everyone can follow you and they can get a John free CD and they could get the illusion lashes and they can also go check out with Rachel Zoe and get them on the checkout. Anything else you want to talk about that I didn't bring up? I mean, I like to give people a chance. Um, you can talk about anything you like well, that I did not bring up. I mean, I, I would love if, you know, all, for all the music lovers out there. And if you love country music, you got to go get John Brennan's music at johnbrennan.com. He's got all this new music out and, you know, he wrote some of the songs himself. And my favorite song is on the TikTok. Um, I just became active on TikTok and um, I did, um, I did a, a cute little TikTok with John for my favorite song, Alabama, Tennessee and Kentucky. It's a great song. Maybe John will like, blow up after this resurgence of being back on the real world. Cause I saw your TikTok and I was like, Oh, this is fun. Yeah. That's, it's a great song. Like I can't get it out of my head. Is your daughter big on TikTok? My daughter. Yeah. My kids, my kids love TikTok. I also have, yeah, they love, they love TikTok. And I'm always going to them and go, can you show me how to use this TikTok? Cause I have no idea what I'm doing. I mean, it's so funny. Like John and I were trying to figure it out last night at the party. <laughs> like we were trying to do the TikTok and we, we couldn't figure it out. I'm like, this is hilarious. Like, why can we not figure this out right now? <laughs> I'm not quite there on the TikTok either, as you say. Yeah, no. And I, I've never been into TikTok, but like now that I've done it, I'm like, this is all like about music and I love music. So, I mean, how fun. I'll just go on every day and, and lip sync one of my favorite songs. This is fun. You know? Besides John, who are some of your like favorites? Like who are your favorites from like, they, they could be back in the day. It could be nostalgic. Like who are your favorites? Oh, um, Cyrus. Cyrus and I are really good friends from the real world Boston. He's one of my favorites. I, I had Cyrus on here. I love Cyrus. Yeah. I love Cyrus. And, uh, you know, who's, who's, really, really interesting is Flora. I would love to do a challenge with Flora. Really? Flora, Coral, 
corals, a little firecracker. Um, who else? Um, I mean, I, Montana has been showing up to some of my parties lately and Montana and I didn't really get along that great in past challenges. So um, that's, that's been kind of thing, yeah. Were you and are you a huge Southern Charm fan? Oh, yes. I do like Southern Charm. I do. I do. And I'm sad that Cameron's not on it anymore. So what's the, what's the tea on that? Why is she not on? There was like some, was something with her husband or something? Or Yes. I mean, the rumor is, I mean, I don't know if Catherine Dennis started it, but there was this rumor out there that like her husband was cheating on her. Listen, I always respect someone that like leaves a reality show, you know yeah. what I mean? Like on their own terms of like, cause you know, it's like, look, we could talk about it all day. It could yeah. either be good or bad. And so like someone that's just like, it's, it's now I'm out. This isn't worth it. Like for my family, I respect that. Cause let's face it. We both know lots of people that wouldn't leave a reality show for anything. They would hold on for dear life. And I think Cameron was just like, I'm not filming like with this happening. Well, yeah, like, I mean, and, it, and I don't think there was any reality to it. Like, I think there was nothing to it, but she's just like, let's face it. This will be my storyline. This will now be talked about and I'm not interested. So good for her. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely respect that. I mean, look, you got to put your family. I would hope that people would put their family first. Reality. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, do you think all the housewives that we, we, we watch every week put their families first? I'm not so sure. Well, I mean, I'm not so sure. I mean, I mean, the whole Erica situation. Ooh. Do you watch Salt Lake with Jen Shaw? Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. That, that's that, a whole nother. Yeah. Did you well, know? I'll tell you one thing that in general about like watching, cause I've been watching the, the housewives shows for such a long time. It just bumps me out. Like, why are they, they're getting so much plastic surgery. It's like, no, you're so beautiful. Why are you doing that? It's like bumming me out. Well, have you also like the New York, some of the New York women? I'm like, no, what are you doing? Don't do that. You know? Maybe you need to send each of them a package of illusion eyelashes. Oh yeah. I know. But yeah, no. There's a lot of surgery going on. Yeah. I guess it's like once you start once you start, you can't stop, or you get like, you can't like. You stop seeing like your beauty. I don't know. It's just like less is more. Like less is more. Less is more, but it's like, right. It's just when you can't stop. Yeah. I understand how it's addicting, but it's also scary. Like Botox isn't scary. Like anything that's not surgery doesn't scare me. It's just a bunch yeah. of needles. Like who cares? Stick all, stick all the needles in my face. Like bring it on. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, but- going under and like when they like peel away skin and pull things back you're like yeah you better you better really make sure you have a true surgeon that is top of the line yeah don't just get fit in on someone's lunch okay so i have like this age spot freckle thing over here on the side of my face i don't know it's over here somewhere i can barely see it or anyway and so and i've been spending a lot of time in the sun on the challenges and so I went to this really big person in Beverly Hills and he does like a lot of, you know, 
non-surgical like facelifts and like all this stuff. So I'm like, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go see, you know, what he could do for this. So I went in and I walk in and like, they're like in the lobby, they like have like all these snacks and all these, I saw all these beautiful women, beautiful, stunning women that were there to get procedures. And I'm just like sitting there going, oh my gosh, there's nothing wrong with anybody in here at all. And then I walk back there and there's like trays of like champagne and I mean, just so over the top. And then I like, you know, show them like, you know, I really would like to get, to get rid of this, you know, this right here. And like, you know, maybe there's like a few other little spots, right? Yeah. Anyway, I didn't even like get to see the doctor and it was like somebody else. And they're, they like took pictures of my face, like from different angles. And they're like, okay, we're going to, we'll be right back. And so they went and they like showed the doctor or whatever. And he's like, she's like, okay, well, this is what he recommends. And like the bill was like $20,000. And I was like, Oh my God, $20,000. I was okay. just going to say that if with all $20,000 to fix my face, like I know I'm no beauty queen, but like, I don't need to spend $20,000 on my face. That's when my see, life I, is over. If I have to, I mean, slip my wrist right now. If I have to spend $20,000 to make my face look better. That's when you, I hear champagne and like star treatment, I'm like, oh, this has to be overpriced by, see, as soon as a doctor tells me, no, that's what I'm, cause like I went to with the New Jersey housewives, like I'm friends with some of the new, like I'm friends with Margaret Josephs and like her and Dolores, like they all go to this one doctor, Dr. Kerouac in, he did like Marge's mother, like in New Jersey. So oh, wow. once, so one time, like, you know, listen, I mean, I'm sure that they get, I don't think they pay a dollar, but that's a whole yeah. nother story. You know how it works. Yeah. So when Margaret was going one time, I'm like, I need, cause like under my eyes, I was like, I don't, I, 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 I just need to come with you. Okay. Let me just come. Mm -hmm. And mine, I'm sure I would have gotten a discount a little bit. Like I know him and I'll mention you on the damn podcast. I would have gotten a discount, but yeah. th not, that's not the point. So he just like, was like, you need to get out, go home. I am not doing anything to you. And I would have paid. And he's just like, you don't, you're insane. You just use an under eye treatment. And like in 20 years, maybe you'll come back here. Oh, see, that's great. That's the right. kind of that's, The minute you tell me no, yeah. I'm like, I, I mean, I, I will listen, of course. Cause he's yeah. done like Margaret's face multiple times. And she admits that. So I'm not saying anything I shouldn't, but I'm like, I will be loyal to you forever because you sent me home. Yes. That's yeah. all I need. I mean, that's the kind of doctor you want. It's like, are you kidding? Like I sat here for how long? And like, now I'm not even seeing the doctor and you're just giving me a bill telling me $20,000. They just bank, especially in like LA and like a New York, they just bank on like you being in LA. Yeah. Well, and they also, they also like knew that I was on a TV show too. So I don't know, maybe they just think I have like wads of cash you know, I think they assume that. you know, I don't know. <laughs> like, I think they assume wads of cash when you are on any TV show. Yeah. Well, that's not the case. Okay. I am that's... not, although I would love to be on the real housewives of Beverly Hills or the real housewives of OC, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like, well, not all the OC girls are super rich. Perhaps you should throw yourself in the mix for the OC cast. Get me on it. <laughs> Get me on it. <laughs> you could hang out with Heather Dubrow. 
I would love it. Get me on there. Get me on there. I mean, there's someone who's rich. You would be good because you wouldn't, you would speak up and you wouldn't really, you would, you would hold your own if someone came for you. Yeah, I would love it. I would love it. <laughs> That's actually, listen, I'm now, now I've got someone. Listen, you get Rachel Zoe to come on this podcast. If she wants to come on with a husband. I'm okay with Roger. She wants oh, to come Roger on is great. Right. Whatever, whatever she wants. If you want to come on with her. <laughs> However, whatever the angle is, we could promote whatever the hell she, whatever Rachel wants, just give me 30 minutes. She can provide questions that she doesn't really want asked. Okay. Whatever it is, you do that. And I, I will start your process with the, the OC housewives. Okay. Are you going to get That's me like, on? Okay. If I, okay, if I don't know if I could get you on, but I will push this in motion. Okay. That's fair. Okay. That's like a fair <laughs> trade. I mean, listen, I have people, you know how it is. I have people all the time that where there's restrictions. And so I'm used to that. I mean, I like carte blanche, but I can work with whatever Rachel's nose are, whatever she wants. Okay. You can, you can sit right next to her. If that makes her feel comfortable. Could talk yeah, about no, no, no. She's not, she's not going to need that, but I will, I will. Um, I feel that I she would do it. It's like her, what a great time I had on your podcast and that she should. You. This I isn't about me, Beth. I'm going to say something to her and Roger. Okay, thank you. She's I just will. one of those, I mean, what gay man doesn't worship the altar of Miss oh, Like pure worship. She is, oh, I can't say enough great things about her. So that show is everything. But the real world homecoming is also everything. So everyone needs to watch. I'm so happy that LA is back. Where can everyone find you to follow you and to get these lashes and just to keep in touch with you? So on Instagram, I'm Beth's Real World, and um, my my website for my lashes is Illusion Lashes Beverly Hills for an instant eye lift without plastic surgery, cat eye day and cat eye night lashes. You can't go wrong, and they make a great gift. It's the holidays, and you get the free CD of Mr. John Brennan. Yeah, that's right. You get John Brennan's CD. And um, yeah, and you're, look, you're supporting my small business, which I definitely appreciate. So that's important. And listen, just try them out, right? Like just try them out guys. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm a small business. I'm a one woman show. Like I made these myself. I invested the money myself and yeah, I mean, everything I do like in like, I, I package them, I mail them, my kids help me, you know? Mm -hmm. It's you know, and, and I also, you know, I also, you know, I also take some of the money that I do make and that I donate money back to where I grew up in Ohio to help kids with like, who can't afford to, um, be in sports, you know, I I'll share that. the link with everyone here. You know, would you ever go on Shark Tank? You know, I'm thinking about it. Do you watch Shark Tank? It's yes, I do. I do watch Shark Tank. Okay, well, before we go now, if you- Oh, you know, oh, you know what I want to be on? What? He's so cute on CNBC. Um, what's the name of that show called? Oh, I, and like, I, I haven't only, watched it in like a year just because life has been crazy, but- um, CNBC. Yes, it's on CNBC and he used to date Bethany for a little bit. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. He dated Bethany for, for like a minute. And is and he in help small businesses? Oh my he, gosh. Was the he in the profit, public? The profits. Never saw this. 
never <gasps> saw it. You have got to watch The Prophet. If it's even half as good as Shark Tank, Shark Tank is, I'm obsessed with Shark Tank. Shark Tank is amazing, but The Prophet, he comes in and he like looks at what you're doing and you know, oh. he could come in and say, oh God, Beth, you're such a mess. And here's why. You've got a great product, but like, you know, you're by yourself. What are you doing? You need like, what oh. And so he know. comes in and he's like, I'm going to be an investor in your business. I'm going to write you a check. And then now, now I make the rules. And then like, I've got to follow his rules and do what he says to do. And like okay. so many people. Do you know who was on this? I'm friends with Anna Kinkose. She's an ex Miami housewife. You would know her if you saw her. She has been on this show for her brand Skinny Latina. She used to oh, always, wow. she used to tell me like, I can't talk to you. I'm filming the show. I was like, what, 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 what are you doing? This huh. is the show that Anna was on for Miami Housewives for her brands. I think she got a deal or something. I don't know what happened, but I'm friends with her and she was on this and she was like, oh, it's intense. Yeah. That's, I, I, I really like that show. I would love to be on that show too. Who would you <laughs> want to deal with on Shark Tank? Like if you got all of them, like, would you have a preference? Um, well, I, I love the woman that does all the QVC stuff. Lori. You yeah. like Lori. Yeah, I like Lori. I actually, I met her through a friend at a party. And I was like, oh my God, I have like this amazing product. But she's like, okay, well, you can, you can make a meeting with me and you can pitch it to me. But if you come and you meet me, then you definitely can't be on Shark Tank. You can't. That's you true. Can't. So she's like, so... You can, you can either go on Shark Tank and pitch me there, but if you pitch me, you can never be on Shark Tank. So I was like, oh, okay. So I, I haven't done anything with it. It's that. a hard decision, right? Yeah, it's a I hard mean, decision. Because I had Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful on this show, and that's where I learned that. He's like, you just can't, you can't. I think even if you pitch them like in an elevator or something, you, uh -huh. I think you're disqualified from going on Shark Tank. Like, even if you run into them and it's enough of a conversation that it's a pitch, I think you can't even go on Shark Tank. Yeah. So, you know, you gotta. This is a hard decision, Beth. It's a hard decision. <laughs> it's a hard Listen, decision. I'm just like, okay, let me, let me, I'll put that in my category of things I can help you with. Maybe we'll do a Shark Tank appearance for you. So listen, we have, <laughs> we have things to do for each other here. Mine is so simple. So hey, and if any of the, any, if you ever go out with any of the Real Housewives sometime, call me up. Let's go meet for a drink. I'm in LA a lot. Like, are you in LA or OC or are you in between? LA. Okay. I'm yeah. I'm in LA more. I usually stay like in the West Hollywood area. Surprise, surprise. Okay. Such a shocker. But the next time I'm there, we will, we will hang. We'll have a drink. Okay. Listen, I'm, I'm a simple girl. Just give me a martini. <laughs> and if it's a dive bar, just give me a double vodka on the rocks with a lime. See, like That's I'm great. Crazy. You get that. I'll get my Mai Tai and we'll be happy. We could, we could, you could do that fancy drink or whatever you want. <laughs> But everyone needs to follow you and check out the lashes. Yeah. And if you're ever in New York, but I really am in LA a bunch, but if you're ever in New York, here I am. Yes, I, I am in New York uh, sometimes. So yeah, I'm going to look me up. I, I totally will. So yes, Beth's Real World on Instagram. I think I'm MTV Beth on Twitter. MTV started that for me a long time ago, but somebody okay. just told me you can change it to Beth's Real World if you want. I'm like, how do you do that? That's like one of those things I didn't never knew. Like 
if you have a handle, you can actually like go in and change it. Like I didn't think so. I had a different thing for behind the velvet rope when I first started and I hate Twitter. So I never did it. And then when I really had to like buckle up and be like, you got to do Twitter, David, I just started a new one. And that's what I don't, I didn't think, I didn't think you could change it. Maybe you could. I'm the wrong person to ask, but I didn't think you could. So I have like the one that everyone knows and somewhere out there, there's like some dead behind the velvet rope that people might think <laughs> is me, but like I haven't posted in years. So hopefully people that really want to find me or figure it out. And yeah. Oh my gosh. And yeah. So I, I just joined TikTok because people, I don't know, people were uh, talking about me on the Paramount plus TikTok and they're like, you got to go on TikTok. People love you there. I'm like, really? Okay. So I joined like a week ago. And so I'm having a lot of fun. So that's with, that's but with the lashes. Cause like, I'm not on TikTok either, but people are like, you have to go on there. It ties into your business. And it's not just singing yeah. and dancing. I don't really know about that, but you can take the business on there. And I think the thing about TikTok is the numbers are crazy. Like they really add up. Cool. I mean, I'm, I'm talking like, I know what I'm talking about, but I don't, yeah. but I know that on TikTok, it's on my 2022 I have to get my shit on TikTok as well and tie it into this podcast right here somehow. So anyone that's good at TikTok, call me or Beth, because I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm taking applications. You can run and own my TikTok. I want no part of it. Oh but, but I think just go down that road and you got to get the lashes on TikTok because I think that's where the numbers are. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I, I said like, okay, so this weekend I'm going to do something on TikTok with my lashes. So we both sound like we're definitely not 23 anymore. It is not 1993 anymore for Beth and David. I know, right? But no. I do love music and music is ageless. So there you go. Music is ageless. My problem is most of my musical loves and listens are dated. They are from back in the day, but I okay, try so new. If you could do any TikTok right now, what would it be? What, what song would you choose? Well, I mean, the thing is like my favorites are like, I mean, this is where I show my age too, like Madonna, like oh, Prince, Duran Duran. Like this is my Yes. Duran Duran has a new CD. It came out like a month ago. It's fucking brilliant. Oh my God. I, you know, I love, I love New Moon on Monday. It's, so I would do like, pro, I mean, I would probably make my debut with a Madonna song just because I need to respect the queen. But yeah. short of that, we would go like a little Prince, a little... Like yeah Duran, like that's that's the stuff dude well that's all the stuff i'm going to be doing on my tiktok because you and i have the same musical taste and mm. i that today is britney spears birthday so i'm going to do a tiktok for britney we love britney too. <laughs> britney and justin timberlake i love a little jt i love Me too. brilliant 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 the man is brilliant sometimes some new stuff all right, you will keep in touch. DM me. Everyone needs to follow you. Check out the lashes and like, you know, let's keep in touch here. I love it. Yes. And keep watching the real world homecoming and don't be shy. Look, I'm not perfect. So, you know, let me know how you feel about the episodes. Reach out and say hi. So far, it is brilliant. I am loving every minute of it. So anyone that's not watching it does need to watch this because it's, 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 a, it's great that it's back. So. Oh. All right. Keep in touch with me. I will. Thank you Love so you. much. Hope you had fun. Thank you for coming behind the velvet rope. Thank you so much for, for bringing me behind the velvet rope. Thank you, Beth, from the railroad for gracing me with your presence. An icon, an icon people in the history of reality TV. 
I'll say it again as we leave. You are truly the one person, if I had a choice, I mean, I'd like to speak to everyone, but if someone said, rank your order, you would have been first. Hands above. Oh, so, thank you. I love that. Thank you I just so knew much. we would get along, so, you know. All right, keep in touch. I will, I will. All right, thank I'll talk to you, so you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon.